guys, I'm so glad to be here with you this morning doing virtual church, and it's good. In fact, I have to tell you something. I'm loving all the digital engagement of this strange season. Thank you all for staying connected with us, and it's such a sweet thing to see each of your names pop up when we're playing videos on Facebook lately. And last Sunday, my wife, Chrissy, shared about the stone the stone we all pick up from time to time, the stones all those people picked up in judgment of the woman caught in adultery. And she urged us all to not just lay down our stones, but if we are going to pick them back up to clear a field for planting, to skip across the water with our children and to build a monument to the places where we can remember God's goodness in our lives the stone. What a great reminder for us to build and not tear down. This week our lead pastor Mark and I are focusing on Mary of Bethany. She shows up in the book of John in some fascinating ways and Mark just took a wide-angle focus on three separate ways Mary encountered Jesus. I'm zooming in on a particular story and I want you to leave this service a little lighter than you came in. This story will take us there, I think. So let's go to John 11. Now, there was a man who was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, from the village of Mary and her sister Martha. It was Mary who had anointed the Lord with perfume and had wiped off his feet with her hair, whose brother was ill. So the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, look, he whom you cherish is ill. All right, so after some convincing, Jesus and the disciples headed over to Bethany. Mary and Martha were in full despair, as you could expect, at losing their brother. And as Mark talked about, Jesus waited four whole days to come to Bethany. Then Jesus met up with Mary and Martha. And so back to John 11. So Mary, when she arrived where Jesus was and saw him, fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, had you been here, my brother would not have died. Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping, he groaned in his spirit and yielded himself to his turmoil and said, where have you laid him? They say to him, Lord, Come and see. Jesus wept. Guys, there are plenty of reasons during this COVID-19 pandemic to feel scared or anxious right now. And I know friends who have already lost their brothers and sisters, parents and grandparents, husbands and wives in a short time, even here in the U.S. and all over the world. This global virus has touched all of our lives in ways we would have never imagined. And you know what I know to be true. You know what I know is straight out of the heart of God, who is all-knowing, who is sovereign, who is full of power, capable of orchestrating the night stars, creating galaxies far beyond our limited knowledge. Do you know what I know that's truer than true? If the incarnate being of God can weep, you can too. If the great redeemer of all that seems lost can yield himself to his turmoil, you can too. 
It is not a lack of faith to let ourselves feel grief in this season. It is not a weakness of character to feel anxiety and fear. It is not a mortal sin to yield ourselves to the turmoil touching our lives today and tomorrow and next week. If Jesus himself weeps, you can too. Take away the stone, Jesus says. So they took away the stone and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, I give you thanks that you have heard me and I knew that you always hear me. But I have spoken on account of the crowd standing around so that they might have faith that you have sent me. And saying these things, he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And the one who died came forth. Chrissy posted something to Facebook this week, so I want to read it to you. And it says this, guys, I just read the best, most calming bit of wisdom about this COVID-19. I was scrolling through my newsfeed and I came across my brother's status update from a couple days ago. And what do I see written underneath? A single sentence from my grandma. Things will get better, Grandma Z. I read the sentence in her voice. I wish you knew her so you could too. She has a beautiful voice. Sometimes you just need your grandma to say the right thing. And you know what? She always has every single time. Thank you, grandma, for helping me to sit down and take a deep breath just now. We may need to do this social distancing thing for a while. Things may seem uncertain for a while. I might get that tight feeling in my chest sometimes, but things will get better eventually. If you aren't already, sit down. Take a deep breath. Things will get better eventually. So guys, let yourself cry if you need to cry. Give into the turmoil from time to time. Why? Why would we want to go there? Because it is our reality. It is true. This is hard. And you know what's truer than true? There is one who is with you always. The one who breathed the stars into the night sky. The one who remembers even the tiny sparrow. The one who weeps with us in our grieving and smiles with us in our joy. Things will get better eventually. Let's pray. God, I thank you so much that you are the God who created the night sky and the stars that we see every night. You remain. You are truer than true. And even in our grief, Lord, you are there. You weep along with us. And I pray, Lord, that while we're in this season, that we will know that you are good, that we will embrace our feelings, even if they feel very negative, because we know that we are safe with you. 
you are with us. You are with all of us, and you are holding the whole world in your hands. In your incredibly powerful, incredibly calming name, amen.